Just all right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm kind of, you know, nothing bad, nothing good. Just kind of like, yeah, I'm good. Nothing good. Been watching a lot of Love Island lately, and doing a lot of puzzles lately. <laughs> I feel true. both simultaneously very old and also very young. It's also a mixture of like intellect and absolute stupidness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. It's a good mixture. It's it's. You know what? Honestly, it does make you feel quite um even because you're like, oh, I'm doing this very. Di- I do very difficult crossword puzzles. Or you not do. Crossword puzzles. No, they're not. Um, I do do those too. But no, they're like jigsaw puzzles, and they're very difficult. Yes. And then I'm also watching Love Island. Yeah, so. it'd be like watching like Bachelor in Paradise while doing like calculus homework. You know? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Hey, welcome to Teenage Dirtbag, the podcast where we talk about puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a podcast out there that talks about puzzles? I honestly think we should start one. Ew. That'll be our off series. Ew. Like our off, uh, what's a, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? Spinoff, spinoff. Um, we talk about puzzles, but mostly we talk about teenage movies or movies that take place during teenage years of characters. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And today we're going to review Dirty Dancing. Ever heard of it? I don't know, buddy. <laughs> um, but let's just do a co- couple prefaces first. The first thing I want to mention is we started talking about it last week. We have uh, started a, pod- a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode fucking 40. Um, we started I think it actually is episode 40. I think it might be. Uh, we started a Patreon page, is what I meant to say, to help um, this podcast because we have had a bit of nothing crazy, but we just know that a little bit of monetary value will help us achieve some goals that we have yeah get maybe a couple you know some new equipment some cool guests gas money because when we have guests come quite often they come to our house because we have a studio in the basement and by that i mean we sit on the couch and have a little laptop and mixer and stuff Mm -hmm. um and we also live kind of in the middle of nowhere in Toronto. So often guests have to take Ubers or cab rides here. And we like mm-hmm. to supply them money for that because we feel really bad that they're doing us this great favor. So all in all, the um, the Patreon is kind of to help us pay for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, if you want us to continue having guests, pay up, bucko. Yeah. <laughs> pay your fucking dues, bruh. <laughs> Um, so anyway, if you want to check that out, you please go check out patreon.com slash teenage dirtbags podcast. Um, we'll link it somewhere on our Instagram at some point, which is teenage dirtbags. At teenage dirtbags podcast. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> no, that's right. You're right. Anyway, it'll be on there. Um, that's all I really have to say. Do you have anything you have to say to preface? Uh, you not really. I, I guess... Um, summer's flying by and, you Is know... It fucking ever. It's sort of sad that it's flying by but i'm trying to enjoy the sunshine as much as possible mm-hmm. and what else um me and maddie have started a new thing where every morning when oh, the dogs geez. get up and before maddie goes to work so approximately 7 30 to 9 o'clock we make coffee and we watch handmaid's tale yes and we have been previously warned um a lot of people i know worked on um handmaid's tale and they told me because we are very behind like it's on season three or four or something and we're on season one yeah we're on we're like just started and people keep telling me don't binge it because it's a bit depressing and the reason i never watched it is because it aired when donald trump was elected president just around the same time yeah that's kind of wild. it's really really close so i was like i can't watch this. this is way too close to reality so anyway point is is we do it very slow and steady because we don't want to spiral into a depression because we're women of the modern age and this is kind of close to home a little bit. But we we like to make the voice of the woman who plays the Trunchbull. I call her Trunchbull, but I don't actually know it's her name. Aunt Lydia. Aunt Lydia. She's the main at this point. She's the main. 
female like, leader. leader. The first episode, right away, she's talking about how these women are so lucky to be fertile. Yeah. And, <laughs> and be able to... Uh, bear children. Bear children. So she goes... From these uh, commanders. And so constantly, we always just go... Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> See, that was way better. In the middle of the day, everything we talk about, we just go, oh, do you want to walk the dogs? Oh, we're so lucky. <laughs> and then when the dogs want food, but they like can't have them, they go, oh, you are so unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. So that's a good preface because there's a good chance we might quote that in this at some point. So anyway, point is, is it films in Toronto and we live in Toronto and it's very close to home, quite literally. And I know like, 40% of the crew members on it. You're such a bragger. I'm a name dropper. I love name dropping. So do I. It's really fun. Have you ever met um, Scary Spice? Uh, Yeah, actually, I was with you. That's when, I'm, when we met. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. Don't even try. Okay, fine. But you didn't come on set. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You're right. I did not go on set. Can I actually tell, while we're just sure. getting into this, can I tell my Scary Spice story? You, I love it. Okay, so me and Maddie worked at a company, a production company that where made... Where we met. Where we met, where we made a movie called The Twelve Trees of Christmas No, no, or no, that wasn't that one. Yeah, 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 it was. It was called, it was The, the Twelve cr- Trees of Christmas. Look it up right now, bitch. I'm, I am. I'm positive. Anyways... Uh, I went on set. I got to meet her. She was delightful, whatever. And then we had her a- being scary spice. You her, Melby, say. Melby. Right. So then we had a whole event at Christmas time to premiere the movie where I was in charge of taking photos of Mel and her fans. Okay. And so this was during the, this was in 2013. So this was the era of like everyone's phone was different. Yeah. It wasn't like everyone had an iPhone. It was like everyone had like a different type of phone, whether it was a flip phone or what. Blackberry, so, iPhone. Exactly. So there's this huge lineup of Spice Girls fans. And she says to me, I do not want the flash on. It's just something, oh, you know, okay. it's my preference. So I was like, okay. But like, because I'm using every single person that walks up, hands me their phone to take a picture for them. And I'm like, I don't know how to use every phone on the planet. Right. So sometimes the flash would go off and she would look at me as if I was an absolute dumbass. <laughs> and I was just like. Like you were doing it on purpose. Like, like yes. And I was like, listen, Mel, you know, I'm not a genius. <laughs> I don't know how to turn the flash off of this. Blackberry Pearl. <laughs> Blackberry Pearl. <laughs> uh, I had one of those. Of course you did. Uh, anyway, she was great. All in all, she was great, but that was just like a really stressful moment. I was like sweating bullets, like, oh, Mel B is going to lose her shit. <laughs> That's one of the first times you and I, in fact, it is the first time you and I hung outside of, hung out outside of work, but we didn't really hang out. We were at the same <laughs> event. That's okay. It. I have also another memory that has to do with you at that event. I was like in charge of stuff and you, I think, were, had just started. I had just started. So like you weren't like in charge of anything at this point. You no, just, I was just there. You were just there. And I remember I was standing against this wall and you were seated yep. in the auditorium, sort of a diagonal from me, mm-hmm. very close to me. I can literally envision exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so I, I think we just said hi or whatever. I didn't really know you. I think I like smiled at you or whatever. And then the producer of the movie, I forget his name. He came over to me and he gave me a kiss on the cheek. Okay. <laughs> and like, I am not prepared for kisses on the cheek because I'm like, do you do both cheeks or do you just do the one? Right. And then, so I sort of um, leaned away after the one kiss, the one cheek kiss was done. Right. And then he went in for the second cheek kiss. Oh, gosh. And then I kind of leaned back in for the second cheek kiss and it was really awkward and I was very uncomfortable. But in my head, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I hope Maddie didn't see that because that was so embarrassing. Clearly, I didn't take note of it. I wasn't like, that girl is hooking up with the producer. No, I didn't think you were going to think that. I think oh. I, I was just worried you were going to be like, what an awkward weirdo. Oh, I mean, I thought that already. <laughs> for sure. No, I'm not kidding. 100% I thought that. You thought I was awkward weirdo? In like the 100% best way because that's literally what I am. <sighs> So I th- I remember I f- fucking remember so clearly meeting I remember our first literally our first the first times our eyes met and I remember being like this is gonna be my friend I'm not fucking really kidding. I, I did not I did not to, think that of you I know you didn't think that of me at all <sighs> but I remember looking you square in the face and you said like yeah do this or whatever and I literally was like this is gonna be my friend 
Wow. I'm not joking. The first, the very first time Garland introduced us, yeah. his name is Garland, like literally, <laughs> and he introduced us and, and I remember being like, this is my friend. I was like, for like two seconds, I was kind of your boss. Yep. Did you like take me seriously? Yeah. Oh. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That makes me feel good. Yeah. My first memory of like actually being like, oh, she's actually someone maybe I could be friends with, maybe, was when we all went to see Bad Grandpa. Mm-hmm. The movie with Johnny Knoxville. We did. Which is like not that great of a movie. But like me and you somehow sat beside each other and I was kind of like, oh, like I don't want to sit beside a stranger. I'd rather sit beside someone I know. But I was like, oh, well, whatever. And then I noticed that we were laughing at the same things. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I could get on board with a new person. I like it. I just thought I would look to see if I could find our first email because I know I had to send emails to you. I've already, I already found it. You did really? Yeah, because one day you said our first email, my first email to you was like so professional. You were like, oh, I wrote like, dearest Carly Smell, attached is the article that you requested or whatever. Right. I probably sounded really professional or whatever, I tried to. Right. <laughs> I, 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 because I was like laughing, I was like, oh, I got to look this up now. So I went into my old email, my old hotmail, and I typed in hotmail. Maddie or whatever. And the first email you ever sent me, <laughs> I asked you to do coverage, script yeah. coverage, which is when you get someone to read a script and they make notes. And you <laughs> you wrote back, the the subject line was, um, <laughs> the night before shitmas. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly my professionalism lasted long. <laughs> no, this is the very first email you oh. sent me. And then and then I clicked it and then the the subject was like, This is the biggest piece of shit script, but anyway, it's attached as the coverage. And it was like oh you my were not professional for Oh, that's so funny. One second. When I just I, like not to go on about us for so long, but we should. Um so I, I literally just looked up in my email your email, but I guess I got like your more recent email address. Okay. And the first email I have from you is me sending you a YouTube video and you wrote back, my first sugar daddy experience was pretty similar actually. Insightful. <laughs> <laughs> what video was it? I don't know. I have no idea. It just says, I hope this YouTube video makes you as angry as it made me. I don't remember that at all. What year was that? 2014. Ah, that was the year where our friendship truly blossomed. You're so lucky. We are so lucky. Why can't I do it anymore? Oh, you're so much better at it now. Thank you. All right, let's get into this movie. Okay, so Dirty Dancing, the original. Pardon? Is there not an original? Yeah, there's a second one called Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. I also have that on DVD, and I also love that one. Great. Okay, Patrick Swayze's in it for one second. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we'll watch it later. Um, That one's with Diego Luna. I don't know who that is, nor do I care. (laughs) 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 okay dirty dancing 1987 directed by emile ortolino written by eleanor bergstein starring patrick swayze and jennifer gray the log line is spending the summer at a catskills resort with her family francis baby houseman falls in love with the camp's dance instructor johnny castle what a name what a name indeed houseman and castle both Accommodations <laughs> or housing situations, I guess. That well, is true. A houseman isn't a anyway. It doesn't matter. So I don't have you. You were a little surprised because we came downstairs and we set up to start recording, and you went, "Are you going to get your notes?" And I said, "No, nah, I I know them." And you'll remember <laughs> that you saw my notes, and it's literally one line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it literally says, "Like the part where they <laughs> dance." <laughs> It says it says the montage. (laughs) It says the I love the part where she the montage where she's learning to dance. I love that they dance. I I love dancing. (laughs) I love when they dirty dance. Um, So if you haven't seen this movie, you can walk yourself to hell. Have you seen this? Had you seen this movie before? Tell me about your experience. Yeah, I had seen it before. I thought it was a bore fest, and uh, it was the first thing i saw on broadway on stage in grade 11 or 12 i went to see dirty dancing and wait, wait, uh, wait hold on you had seen it the on stage before you saw the movie yeah ah. and so <laughs> ah. 
All I remember from that um, experience is that I thought that the part where they're in the water was kind of neat because they made the stage all misty and it looked like they were actually in water. Mm. Other than that, I was like, boring. And then somebody in the crowd, um, this was during, um, you know, the height of Juno. Mm. And someone in the crowd said to me, you look like Juno. And I thought, what a (laughs) compliment. (laughs) Now, if someone said you look like Juno, I don't think I would take it as a compliment. We also look nothing like her at all. Okay. Sorry. Fine. I think she's much prettier. Just kidding. I'm joking. I am so joking. You but think I really, Ellen I don't... Page has more swag than me? Yes. I think she definitely has more swag, but I think you look way more like Anna Kendrick, and I think uh, that's okay. a compliment. Well, so. I would rather take Anna Kendrick. I don't think they look anything alike. Um, okay, so anyways, I thought the movie was boring initially, but um, upon rewatching it for this podcast, I enjoyed it much more. Spoiler alert. What? That's the ending. You're supposed to say that at the end that you liked it. Okay. It's supposed to be related to your rating at the end. Doesn't matter. Who cares? YOLO. I have seen this movie before. I have seen this movie Honestly, 400 times at minimum. It was a movie that my friend Kat of Kat and Matt. Kat and Matt. Kat and Matt. uh, They, or say, Kat and I have grown up. We grew up down the street from each other. And our parents still live down the street from each other. And we would often do sleepovers right through until university and past, so past university at her parents' house. Because we would just, we would stay up the entire night and watch. And I don't mean like, oh, we stayed up late till two in the morning. I'm quite literally mean we stayed up until the morning and watched movies. We would watch six or seven movies. That sounds like my dream. It was amazing. It was so fun. Anyway, every single time, two of those movies were Dirty Dancing 1 and 2. So if you haven't seen this movie, I don't think we should go beat by beat because... Let's just sum it up. Baby is the main character and she's going to a resort with her family. She has... Two parents. Uh, one is a dad. One is a mom. And <laughs> she also has a sister. The sister is an absolutely pointless character who provides absolutely nothing towards the story. That's very accurate. And let's see. They go to a resort. It's a very waspy resort. Everyone's wealthy. And and motherfucking Wayne Knight is there. He's been in every movie that's ever existed. Okay. What movies has Wayne Knight been? I feel like I haven't seen Wayne Knight in ages. Are you well, okay, I mean all every movie I'm about to list is like really old, but like Jurassic Park. Right, he gets eaten off the toilet. He's no, that's the lawyer. Are you new? It's Wayne Knight who gets eaten no, he does in not. the outhouse. No, he does not. That's the lawyer. That is the lawyer. Oh my god. You're gonna be so embarrassed. You're gonna be so embarrassed. Wayne Knight gets killed by the little lizards things he's trying don't even <laughs> no, no, fucking no, no, no. try don't, don't even, even fucking look. try Maddie, don't look it up you're right Thank i you. accept that you're right it's the Thank part you. where he starts slipping and sliding in the rain and that little tiny yep. guy with the things that pops out of his yep. neck mm-hmm. you're right thank you i always thought he was the one that got eaten off the toilet no eat my shorts bitch i will eat your shorts with pleasure because <laughs> i am wrong um so <laughs> anyway Jurassic Park. <laughs> he is in motherfucking Space Jam. Okay. Do you know who he plays in Space Jam? No, I don't have a clue. Are you kidding? He plays like this publicist or something, uh, like intern. And Michael Jordan is changing careers. And Wayne, Wayne Knight like is assigned to basically follow him and make sure he's happy at all times. Sucks himself in. Cause, so he's at the golf resort. And yeah. when he gets sucked into the hole. Yeah. When Michael Jordan does. And so he's like trying to find him. So he digs up the hole to try to find him. Then he gets sucked in with Bugs Bunny and um, Daffy Duck. And then he goes in and then he like follows him around. He's like, ah, you again. Anyway, he's really fucking annoying. I can see that. I can see him being great in that role. Um, He also plays Buddy in Seinfeld that I don't know. Um, Newman. Sure. That guy. Hello, Newman. He just plays, he's just always in everything. I'm sure Um, he's in Spice World, but I don't think he is. Third Rock from the Sun. Oh my God. Fucking Rat Race. He plays the dumbest fucking character. I hate his character. His character is so stupid. Can I tell you about his character in Rat Race? Honestly, I don't know how many episodes we've done, but at least 50% of them, you mentioned Rat Race. I love Rat Race, (laughs) but I hate this this whole storyline. Do you know what one he is in Rat Race? No, I haven't seen Rat Race since 2001. Okay, well, there's your first mistake. Yeah. Okay, so a Rat Race, he plays a man. um, He's a truck driver, 
and he has to get from point A to point B and he's transporting something. We don't know what. Okay. Mr. Bean gets into his car because he needs a ride. He does, hitchhikes. Does Mr. Bean talk in this film? Yeah, he goes, he goes, uh, I'm in a race. I'm in a race. I'm going to ween. <laughs> Okay. I know this movie really fucking well. Uh-huh. Um, and then he falls asleep. He has narcolepsy. But anyway, so. <laughs> so, so Mr. Bean. Sounds I, like such a good film. We're going to watch this. Um, Mr. Bean is hitchhiking. So he's hitchhiking. He gets in Wayne Knight's truck. And Wayne Knight goes, do you want to see what I'm transporting? And Mr. Bean's like, uh, I guess so. Like, sure. And he opens up this cooler and he's transporting a human heart. Oh, I kind of remember to that. To go to, a, like he's being, it's being literally transplanted into someone's body. Yeah. And he has to take it there. And then he goes, do you want to hold it? And Mr. Bean's like, sure, whatever. And then he fucking holds it and he like. Slips. It slips out the fucking window on a highway. <laughs> and then they have to get out and find <laughs> it. And then he goes, they're like, oh no, we lost the heart. Like it's gone. And then Wayne Knight looks at me and goes, do you have any family, Mr. Bean? And Mr. Bean says, no, I came I came here with no one. I don't know anyone. I'm lonely. And then Wayne Knight looks at him. He's going to kill him because right. he wants his heart instead. Right. He doesn't. Because oh. then he gets electrocuted by an electric fence. That's just like a dark, a dark plot. Because that means that like whoever was going to get that heart probably died. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This movie is insane. Yeah. Seth Green is also in it. I know. And Breckenmeyer. And that was a movie that started my, I, I honestly had a tortured heart because I didn't know who I liked more, Seth Green or Breckenmeyer. Who's Breckenmeyer? Oh, is he the one from Clueless? Yes. He's also in Kate and Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, look, I was really obsessed with people. When I when I liked someone, I know I liked someone. I know. Trust anyway, me. point is, I did not like Wayne Knight. In fact, I had a band. We were we were gonna do a band name. Wait, it was named after Wayne Knight. It was Wayne af- named Wayne. It was Wayne after. It was named after Wayne Knight. But I don't want you to put it in. You have to beep it. Okay. Because it's was not it? a polite thing. What was it? Beep. Because <laughs> he has that. He does. Yeah. Okay. You'll never know. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you know what? I watched Third Rock from the Sun, which he was absolutely revolutionary mm-hmm. in Third Rock from the Sun. And he was a rare talent in Seinfeld. Is he married? Do you have children? We don't need to talk about Wayne Knight anymore. Okay. Good call. Didn't you have an interesting fact about this film? I do. I have an interesting fact about this film. Tell me. My interesting fact is that Patrick Swayze um, originally had to convince Jennifer Grey to be in this movie. She did not want to do it because they filmed the movie together before and she hated him. She did not get along with him. I forget what movie it is. But they have some chemistry in this. I don't understand why he, Patrick Swayze, would even want her in the role if they don't because like each other. Because she's perfect. She's baby. That's the starring role. This is a fucking classic. Okay, what happened to her? I don't even know anything about her except that you told me that she used to date. She was engaged to that man. That you, Which that is, man? That is married to Sarah Jessica Parker. Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. I almost said Matthew McConaughey for one second. Um, I think she dated him at some point. Oh, yeah, because he's Ferris Bueller and she plays his sister. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they were dating or some shit at some point. I don't fucking know. She didn't tell me. But anyway, uh, I think she's just chilling right now, but she did get a nose job. I know that. Oh, right. And I think it, honestly, I think her career went, when she shaved her nose, she shaved her career. When she reduced the schnoz, she, she lost all credibility. She reduced the schnoz as well as her talent. The talent was homed <laughs> in the bump of her nose. So when it was shaved off, her talent went away. I, I didn't realize she had a bump in her nose. I don't know. But whatever it is, she didn't like her nose. And I disagree with that because I think she looks fucking stunning. Well, we both have issues with our own noses. We do have large noses. I would say that I have a schnoz. Would you agree? Um, With m- yours or mine? Mine. No, I think you have more of a... A schnoz to me is larger. I don't think you have a oh. large nose. I think you do have a bit of a bump, but I don't. Oh my! Just I'm a gonna, little bit. I'm gonna get a nose job. No, you're not. But see, this is my issue with mine. Let me talk about me for a moment because okay. I don't talk enough. Uh-huh. My parents. My mom has a small, cute little petite nose, but she has a bump in her nose. She does. Eh? My dad has a perfectly shaped nose, but his nose is huge because his head is huge. I got the fucking both of them. I got mm-hmm. the huge part 
and the bump. Let me see. Go to the side. My profile. Turn to the side. Get, get ready. It's violent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sharp. Let's ready? See. Yep. Oh, okay. I, honestly, I'm not fucking joking. This is, I'm not joking. When I turn to the side, my immediate image of what people are seeing is when Danny DeVito plays a penguin. <laughs> In Batman, I'm not kidding. <laughs> that's literally immediately. I'm like, this is what the per- they're seeing. Oh, that's great. I don't care though. I mean, like, I cared. I definitely cared, but I would never get a nose job. And I, when I was younger, I cared so much. But I just learned. Honestly, I learned what angles to use in pictures. I learned I have to oh. stay on the fucking right side of I people. Know. When I see photos of my of myself from the side, like my profile, I am honestly like, I am the most heinous <laughs> looking creature. Oh, I should it. be cast in the remake of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> just based no on the schnoz. No prosthetics needed. Save the money. I already <laughs> got it. <laughs> Save the money. Oh, my God. I, only, I think I look Greek with this nose. Hey, guess what? I am Greek. I know. I think I could be Greek, too. I think we kind of look similar I in think so. some ways. Sure. People, they've, I've heard people ask us that before. Not if we're like fucking twins, but are you related to your sisters? And we just go, no, we're just best friends. Blood sisters. We have our period at the same time. Oh, Jesus Christ. But when I when I look at myself, when I see a picture of myself in the profile, I immediately sign up for a consultation at plastic surgery. I know. We I'm should we should do it together. No, I would rather die. Do you know what? I saw I think what stopped me, I always was like, I'll get a nose job one day and then but not ever seriously. Like I just kind of thought one day it'll happen. I'll I'll make myself whatever. And then <clears throat> those plastic surgery shows became a thing. Oh, yeah. And I saw what it takes to get a nose job. Oh. And I literally was like, nope. And since like they did a good job because the second I saw that, yeah. I have never even, it's one time I actually walked into a wall and I got a huge bruise oh. on my nose and I was terrified that I broke it yeah. and that I would have to get a nose job. I was terrified. Wow. I didn't want to have to go through it. Um, but seriously, I know we all, we're like, I, we hate our noses. We think they're horrible. And they are. But I still think, <laughs> <laughs> I would think you would look weird with a not your okay. nose. I and think you would look insane. Let's be honest. We both love Owen Wilson. Oh my God. And He's he literally my ringtone. If he, That's true. And if he ever fixed that schnoz of his, I would be sad. And look at this. Now circle back. Jennifer Grey had one of the best noses in the biz. Now she's she's looking for empty bottles and recycling bins around LA <laughs> for extra cash. She has to get that nose back. Gotta take some skin from her ass. <laughs> Attach it to her face to get that nose back. Oh Jesus! I know. I get to. I get to look a little You're too far. You're just taking it too far. You're I taking know. it. You get to a real good spot and then I you know. go. I'm just gonna take one more little step. <laughs> And then you take another step after that. No, but wait. This oh. I I have one more comment about this. I can't wait. Um, recently, as in like this week, uh, Dakota, <laughs> the woman from the show that's very sexy. What is her name? Oh no, you what know, fuck? you know what I'm saying. Oh, the movie Dakota. Um, yes, Johnson. Thank you. Yes. What a strange last name that I forgot. <laughs> Very uh, eccentric. <laughs> um, she, um, this week, uh, closed the gap in her teeth. I disagree with that. Tell me. I've always wished I had a gap in my teeth. And I've said that to people and they thought I was insane. But I honestly think it is one of the most incredible features on a face. Mm, I think they're gorgeous. So do you, are you super into seal? Uh, No. You don't know who Seal is, Yes, do you? of course I do. But oh. I don't I don't think kids from a rose on a who not it eaten beaten Don't fucking question me about Seal. Okay, but do you know what he looks like? Yes, I know what he looks like. Can you picture the gap in his teeth? Yeah, I'm not a, uh, he's got a I don't like him. You don't like that gap? I think the gap is great. I don't think he's attractive. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the movie. So what what like okay, so she goes to this camp. The general concept, she goes to this camp, or this resort, she starts uh, hanging out with the staff of the resort because she does not fit in with her waspy family and, like, all the wasps mm-hmm. around. She don't want to go to no hive. And mm-hmm. then she starts hanging out with the staff, and she meets Johnny Castle, who is played by Patrick Swayze. Yeah, she, like, at one night, she, like, opens up these doors, and she sees that all the staff are, like, 
dancing in a way that's very sexual. They are Dan. Yeah. Sing. Like they're thrusting each other's pelvic regions together. And they're not none of them are dating, supposedly. And I'm like, bitch, you can't well, Dayton, you're doing a lot more than Dayton. Johnny Castle's job is to be a dancer with his like a dance instructor. Uh, well, he oh, he's he a dance dances. instructor. You're right. He's the entertainment. Yeah, and he's a dance instructor. Yeah. So him and his partner used to date when they were kids, but now they're just friends. And her name is Peggy or Penny. It's I can't remember. Penny. Penny. And so Penny is a little bit um, well, pregnant. Well, yes, she uh, inseminated. She uh, gets inseminated. Fertile. She she is fertile, yes. With child? She is absolutely very fertile. And I think that she um, made a bad choice with the uh, the man she chose to sleep with. Because he ends up being a real, real asshole. A real dirtbag, but not in the good way. Not in the good way. So she's like, I need to get an abortion. And then baby. But, oh, and we should clarify, it's not Johnny Castle that's the, the father. I just said she sleeps with a scumbag. Yeah, but we don't, you didn't say that Johnny oh. Castle isn't a scumbag. Okay, so Johnny Castle is not a scumbag. But and everyone thinks it's him because they're best friends and they perform together and everyone assumes it's him. Right. So she needs an abortion. So then baby helps get the money because she's rich. Because she gets her the dad's money like from her doctor. dad, but she lies to her dad about the money. And he goes, is this for anything illegal? And then she goes, of course not, daddy. Which, uh, which makes me think that um, at this point in history, wherever they live, abortion is illegal. Sure. So in ni- 1987, sure. do you think this movie was supposed to be set in 1987? When the movie came out? Like, do you think it's yeah, yeah, supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, I understand. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. You gave me a very blank look. Um, okay, so the resort. Like, have you ever been to a resort like this? I have never been to a resort like this. I've never been. I've been to a resort once, um, and it was for it was for my final year of university. I went with three other girls, and we went to Dominican Republic. We went to an all inclusive mm-hmm. in Dominican Republic. It's the only time I've been to a, uh, an all inclusive resort, and um, we. I mean, similar to this, we befriended the staff, but I mean, they're also like paid. In this scenario, they're like paid to be our friends, basically, and they. Uh, they would like hang out with us. They want tips, though. I mean, this was in 2011 or something. Yeah, they definitely, is... they definitely want tips. Like, I've been to a few all-inclusive resorts with my family, and like, the staff definitely are like buttering you up for tips. But they also are just so genuinely sure lovely. And like, there was one trip to Panama we took, and we would like write letters to the people. They literally at the Dominican Republic resort, they literally had me convinced that these are gonna be my friends for life. Yeah, like I was ready to befriend these people forever yeah totally and we had a fucking great time and one night the only thing i don't like is that you can't really explore the country you're in well you can yeah. but especially because there was four of us four girls we were 21 22 uh and we were predominantly drunk the entire time yeah i don't think any of us really trusted ourselves to just like go exploring on our own and we didn't want to fucking end up dead however um one night two of the girls were really sick uh, they'd gotten food poisoning. And so myself and one of the girls went with one of the staff members and he took us around bar hopping in Dominican. And honestly, it's so not something I would ever do. But I have, it was one of the best nights. It was one of the best nights. I'm glad that you were safe and you nothing happened. Correct. And, but that's the thing is like, when you watch this thing, you're like, why is she like so obsessed with the staff? But especially now, I'm sure it was like this in the 80s and the 90s and whatever as well. But especially now, like, they are literally there to make sure you have a good time. Oh, yeah. Big time. And, like, yeah, the resorts that I went to, I'd go with, like, my cousins and stuff. And we'd go to the disco. Yeah. And we're dancing it up with people. And um, and there was, there was one time in particular where this sort of thing that she walks in on, of them all dancing very sexually, the closest I've come to that experience is when I went to a salsa club in Toronto where a lot of... A live band uh, plays salsa music, and at like 10 o'clock, you get like a salsa lesson, and then at 11 o'clock, the live band starts, and everyone just goes wild. And I'm not talking about just like jumping out around like you see in clubs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm saying like everyone there was like an expert salsa dancer. They're being like flipped around, whipped around. It was amazing. I was honestly so bad at it, but it was still really fun. 
And the trombonist in the band eventually came down to help me because I was such a flailing wreck. <laughs> he started showing me how to dance. We started dancing together. And he got a boner. Did he have the trombone while he was dancing with no, you? No, 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 no. He put that down. Okay, well, so I have a, a vision of him like dancing <laughs> with you with a trombone in his hand. No. So we ended up calling him tromboner the rest of the night, which was a real... To his face? Real gas at the time. Did you do it to his face? No, of course not. I only talk bad behind people's backs. Oh, pardon me. Never to them. Yeah. And uh, let me let me just say, like it was it was one of the most wild nights of my was, life. You know what? It was a wild night. I was not there, but I was there at the aftermath. You yeah. came and stayed in my apartment. After. You were nice enough because the club was sort of close to where your apartment was. So me and a friend ended up crashing at your place, and. Uh, yeah, I just remember waking up the next morning feeling like garbage and then seeing you and my friend sitting on the couch watching Big Fish. And I yeah. remember thinking like, it's so nice that they're watching this movie together. And then I went back to sleep. But yeah, no, it was such a fun, wild night. I would love to go back and like not drink as much and just like, but I'm just such a bad dancer. Like, are you, do you feel like you're a good dancer? No, but I do not care. You take me to a wedding, I yeah. will dance the night away and I will love it. Yeah. Like at the boat cruise last week, I, I mean, granted, it took a little bit of drinking prior because I was with work people. So it was a bit different, but I will tear up the dance floor yeah that's great and i know that i'm horrible like i'm doing pointed fingers yeah i'm doing little waddles i'm doing a quack and duck dance yeah and i have a fucking great time okay follow-up question yes give it to me have you ever made it with someone at a club um just a stranger who comes up and wants to dance with you and you just start making out yes <laughs> okay do you have an answer for that yeah i've been in it i don't know once or twice, maybe three times. You know, in my younger years. Oh, I was a child. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's not appropriate. <laughs> I was a younger person. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. But um, oh, I haven't done that in a long fucking while. I haven't even been to a club in like, I don't know how long. I literally don't think I've been to a club and enjoyed it <laughs> since <laughs> uh, England. Was it in England? Which was 2011, yeah. 2013. Yeah, my whole thing with dancing, okay, so I'm like you, like at weddings I'll rip up the dance floor and mm. I have a great time, but it's when someone comes up to me and wants to dance with me. Oh, no, that, and then I'm like. And they want to get into some kind of rhythm. No. It's honestly like the the opening scene of Bridesmaids. That's how I feel when I dance with someone, you know, and John Hamm, Kristen oh Wiig having sex and she's like, I feel like we're not on the same rhythm right. and they're like going like yeah. opposite directions. That's how I feel when I dance with someone, like even if they're like my boyfriend, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just so, I feel like we're so offbeat. And like, I right. just want, I would rather just dance near you, but by myself. Sure. I don't want to be like holding hands and dancing because I'm just, I just can't get on the same rhythm. Sure. <laughs> no, I get you. I, I, I'm okay with it because I'm very lucky. I'm so lucky. You're so lucky. That I have Michael <laughs> as my significant other uh -huh. because he is the definition of a white man when mm -hmm. it comes to dancing, mm -hmm. which I am the definition of a white man when it comes to dancing <laughs> as well. So we kind of play off each other and it's fantastic. Yeah, that's nice. I need to find someone who can help me out. Or just own it with you. Or just own it. That's true. Yeah. That's what I like. I, I love just when feel they like in the past I've dated somebody who like wanted us to like look good on the dance floor oh, i have no interest and in i was good. like oh like this is not gonna happen i would be very interested in looking good at the dance floor if i was in a club and i was interested in finding a partner but in these cases i've got the best one around Aww. and all i need is uh, my honest i'm not even fucking kidding my like literal life goal is to make mike laugh it is my, Aww. I'm being serious. When he laughs at something I'm doing or said, it's the best feeling in the world. Aww. So literally all I care about is looking like a fucking idiot on the dance floor because I laugh. Oh, that's so nice. Which is, it, it, it makes it um, a little bit def difficult for people to approach me if I'm on the dance floor because I'm like flailing. <laughs> let's talk about the movie some more, okay, shall so we? Okay, so let's just, let's just get this out of the way. Let's talk about Swayze. Okay. Okay. He is very sexy in this movie. Yes. His dance moves are delish. He's in control. He's in control. He knows what he wants. He knows what he wants and he knows how to get it. And he knows how to move that pelvis. Oh, does he ever? His bum is a drum. 
His bum is a drum. <laughs> Have you ever seen the SNL skit where him and Chris Farley are Chippendale dancers? Yes. It's pretty good. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. No, we. I think we both are on the same page when it comes to... Um, attraction level. Attraction to those that can dance. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like Danny from Greece. You know what? It's not even so much... It's Honestly, it's not a level of being able to dance for me. It's the confidence and commitment someone could be horrible at dancing with the same level of confidence and commitment to their moves and i'm in no i don't feel the same way if i see someone that's like so awful at dancing i'm like good for them but i'm not like into it like i'm not attracted to it does that make sense sure that's fine my favorite part of this film was the hungry eyes montage because like it's the first time that we see uh not danny um (laughs) johnny ocean what's his name johnny Johnny castle Mm -hmm. johnny castle um we the first time we see him actually have like you know, he, before this, he's just so serious and he's just so like, partner Penny, I just, uh, everything is just so serious. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just had a stroke. <laughs> um, oh <God>. um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. I don't even know what you were talking okay, about. Okay, um, this is the, like the montage is like the first time you you see Johnny Castle, like, have a soft spot. Yes, yes, I see what you're saying. For this girl. And they're, they're laughing, they're having fun, they're in the water, and they're... Oh, and, like, they're just enjoying each other's company, and I like the part in the forest when they're balancing on the branch. Yes, okay, it's not a branch. It's, like, a fucking tree trunk. Well... You make it sound like they climbed a tree like a squirrel and are hopping down on a branch. It's, like, a giant tree has fallen over and they're balancing on it like acrobats okay glad you got to uh, clarify that <laughs> i don't want people imagining <laughs> a world in which okay did you have a favorite part in this movie yes would you like to share it or would you like to keep it to yourself <laughs> okay, i'll tell you uh my favorite part in this movie i mean that's my favorite johnny and baby part my favorite um, part of this movie is when the sister audi- or rehearses her dance and oh. she goes and it's like the worst thing in the world and it makes me laugh every time i honestly thought the sister was gonna redeem herself at the end somehow you'd think but she really just sucked she was just like it's pretty bad you're just upset that you're no longer daddy's favorite and then like that's like her plot is like just being like mean shitty yeah she's not very great um i'm not into it honestly that's one of the reasons why i have never desired to have a sister oh it's because a brother wouldn't do that that's not accurate you don't maybe not your fucking angelic asshole brothers the only reason they're assholes by the way just to clarify eric and kevin is because you guys are fucking perfect your whole family so damn perfect. No, that's not true at all. Well, you gotta, you got me wishing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you um, know what I mean. I just want to, I have a question. I have the time of my life. Did you really not know where I was going with no, that? No, I didn't. You had no idea what was going no. on. Okay, go ahead. What's your question? Did, was one of the songs in this film nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, I think it be- won best. I will say best picture. I think it won best Ox- best Oscar. Oh! oh God, it won best original song for what song? I didn't write it down. <sighs> Sometimes I it's wish it's got to be. Uh, I never. Honolulu, la na 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 la na. I really wanna. How much money would someone have to give you to um, bend over backwards for Wayne Knight? Do you mean literally or like to do him a favor? <laughs> I meant that in a sexual way. How much money would I have to be paid? By who? <laughs> by Cuz he's got a lot of money. Uh, by Wayne Knight. Um One time? Once. Approximately 8 to 10 minutes. 
Um, $100,000. Okay, but um, this is how it would go down, though. It would be like a Handmaid's Tale. No! Where he doesn't even touch you with his hands. He's also fully clothed, and so are you. And I'm on the bed <laughs> holding your holding your wrists. With my head between your legs. Wayne, Wayne Knight is your commander. And I'm the handmaid. Yeah. How much would I need to be paid as a handmaid? <laughs> they don't get paid nothing. I would have to be paid... For the demeaning aspect of that, $200,000. Okay. That's fair. How much would you have to be paid? I'd do it for free. Love Wayne Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, can I just bring something up really quickly? You can take this out if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, in episode whatever where we did Cape, Can't Buy Me Love, I asked you how much it would take for Donald Trump right. to pay you to be his like other half for a month and you have to support him and be there like melania trump and you have to have sex with him throughout that month right as if you're with him and nobody can know that it's a it's a ruse right and you said a hundred thousand dollars i said a hundred you said a hundred and i literally i think i said 200 oh i'm sorry fine you didn't say more than a million which is insane anyway today at work i made everyone in the office write it down on a piece of paper yeah without me telling the story before just to see what they would say organically yeah and every single person said at least 200 million dollars 200 (laughs) one person phil wrote a bullet (laughs) that's a great answer actually pretty good i i don't think that i would actually go through with it a month is a long time I know. Like, I can hardly go on a second date with somebody because I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Donald Trump honestly probably wouldn't pick you, to be honest. You don't look. It's because of the schnoz, isn't it? You've got the bump. Yeah. I know. You're right. (laughs) Sorry. You're right. (sighs) (laughs) Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags. I love this movie. I know we didn't really talk about it much. Uh,. The mom from Gilmore Girls is in this. The mom, but not even Lorelai. Emily Gilmore, we should clarify. Yeah. The ma- the grandma. She's probably my favorite character in Gilmore Girls. She's my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she has approximately two lines of dialogue. Correct. Who is your favorite character in this movie? I was kidding, by the way. That's not my answer. Who do you relate to most? I relate to Jennifer Grey because I can be timid around new experiences and new people. But then once, you know, someone has faith in me and gives me confidence, I can really blossom. That's wonderful. Isn't that just delightful? Mm. What about you? The sister. She's annoying and so am I. Yeah, you you could have definitely been cast as that role. (laughs) Hallelujah. I really wanna. The talent show is insane. It's so, they don't even fucking do anything. There's literally no point. They don't even show it, really, do they? Ready? Let's say the the most famous line of all from the film. Okay. One, two, two three. three. I'm Wayne Knight. Hello, I'm Wayne Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the resort. <laughs> oh, I mean, we didn't really explain this film at all. Who cares? The girl, Penny, she gets an abortion, but it goes haywire. Then the dad has to come in because he's a doctor and actually help her get better. And that's, that's how that goes. And then... That's why um, Jennifer Grey has to step in and be Patrick Swayze's partner, dance partner, to replace Penny while she while she heals. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Should we do six to six? Is it six? Go Leo. Well, do we want to rate it first? Oh, okay. Rate it. Go ahead. Uh, What do you think you would have rated it before? Because you did not want to do this movie at all. Every time we were like close to picking it or talked about doing it, you were like, no. Well, I think this episode really goes to show um, why I didn't want to do it, really. Okay. Because I don't really think there's much to say. Okay. Um, I, Before, I would have probably given it a five. Now, I'll give it a seven. That's good. Okay, let's, uh, let's do six, six to six. Six to six, 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 Jurassic Park was directed by Steven Spielberg, who also directed Catch Me If You Can. All right. And Leo was in that movie. Excellent. What is yours? Um, mine is uh, Emily Gilmore uh-huh. is in this movie. She's also in Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. Who also um, Lauren Graham is also in. 
Uh-huh. Who plays Lorelai Gilmore. Yep. She's also in Parenthood. Yep. In Parenthood is... Um, Dak Shepard. Peter Krauss. Dak Shepard's in it. <laughs> Dak Shepard is married to Kristen Bell. No, no, no. Marriage doesn't count oh, as a connection. Oh, okay. Peter Krauss. Peter Krauss is in Six Feet Under. Yeah. And that also has Michael C. Hall. Who's in Dexter. Yes. And uh, John Lithgow is also in Dexter. He's in He's in Third Rock from the Sun with Wayne Knight. With Wayne Knight, who is in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> who is directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. Who also directed Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is what you call that six degrees of how Leo. you fucking do it. <laughs> Mic drop. Um, okay, so that's it for this episode, I think, right? Is there anything else we got to say? Good Lord, this episode is a train wreck. Good luck to you listening to it. Um, next week, we are going to do insert movie here. Just kidding. We're going to do one in Rome. That was a funny joke to me in my head. Okay. It's fine. Um, not the version with Kristen Bell, because that's not a teen movie, you goof. Correct. It's all. It's going to be the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. From like the early millennial. The early millennium, not millennial. Okay. You're right. You're fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one in Rome with Mary-Kate and Ashley. Eat it or cheat it. Eat it or cheat it. Uh, yep. You can catch us at Instagram on Teenage... Okay, wait. That's not what it was. On Instagram at Teenage Dirtbags Podcast with a Z. Or don't forget to check out our Patreon. Same handle. Patreon.com slash Teenage Dirtbags Podcast. And then Twitter is Podcast Teenage. Or we stopped advertising that now. Well, my Twitter... My Twitter abilities have really gone downhill. And I've, I'm losing followers. Guys, <laughs> Fucking stop being assholes. <laughs> if you have a Twitter account, I don't care if you use it. Can you just go to po- at Podcast Teenage and just follow it and then make another Twitter and follow it too. Just so that you can make my friend Carly here not <laughs> feel like a total waste of space. Honestly, I I lose followers daily. Every time I post, I lose a follower. <laughs> <laughs> You're so unlucky. <laughs> Oh, thank you to Aesthetic Magazine for partnering with us. And thank you to my two older brothers, Eric and Kevin Smale, for their generosity and for making our theme song. And, well, what can I say? Enjoy your summer. Enjoy August. And we'll see you next week with a little Mary-Kate and Ash. Goodbye. Goodbye. You are so lucky. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs>